Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now. The Edmonton Oilers are going to start Miko Koskinen head-to-head tonight against the Washington Capitals who are going to roll with a guy by the name of Braden Holtby who won a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. Uh, this is uh, Oilers Now. There you go. Special shout-out to Harold Snaps, courtesy of Cactus Jack. 65th birthday today for the man they called Gronk. Do you know where he got his nickname from? Gronk. Which legendary... Late 60s, early 70s television show did Harold Snaps, the former Vancouver Canuck and Edmonton Oil King, get his nickname from? No, we're not giving away tickets. But uh, this show used to make me howl, and you old school guys would remember it. We're just working on negotiating contact to hook up with L. May. Watching Capitals broadcaster, I'll tell you, Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years in Edmonton. Still making it great. On now through the end of the month, Royal Pizza offering the combo special. Your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, four anniversary cookies, all for 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. I know uh, I live in uh, the southwest part of the city and the Blue Quill uh, location. That's where I order my Royal Pizza from. And the Stoffer recommendation, Royal Pizza's Mediterranean Chicken. Has anybody got it yet? Gronk. Again, Harold Snips, nickname. I think we may have stumped our brilliant listenership. Ah, that didn't take long. Oh, we've got one, two, three, four, five separate times. Five separate uh, people have texted the show at 6.30, 6.30. Brendan, have you got hold of Al yet, or are we still working on it? We're just uh, we're dialing him as we speak here. All right. Uh, the show that... Uh, Harold Snaps got his nickname Gronk from was the hilarious House of Frightenstein. <laughs> that show was crazy. I mean, I don't know what they were smoking back then when they made that show. Brad and Edmonton got it. A whole bunch of you others got it as well. Vancouver. He was an all-star one year, wasn't he? The uh, yes, indeed, it was the hilarious, the hilarious House of Frightenstein. I don't know if Al May remembers that show, but this text has come in. I mentioned when we had Brian Burke on that some people thought he could maybe run for prime minister. Oilers GM says Bob, Al May would get my vote for prime minister. There you have it, Al. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. But do you remember the show, Hilarious House of Frightenstein? Oh God, how long ago was that? I, it's way too long. I want to say no. But I, no. that's, that's where that's where Harold Snaps got his nickname Gronk from. Was from that show. Remember Harold Snaps? Oh yeah, I remember him. Old Edmonton Oil King, Winterhawks. Yeah, longtime Vancouver Canuck. I loved the way that guy played the game. Do you remember when he uh, fought Wendell Clark and he did quite well in the fight and he was laughing at him at the end of the fight? Not, I can't really remember. It. I just remember that 
he, he was such a, a, a great, he seemed like he was just an old, old-time warrior, the shot-blocking guy, do whatever he had to do, stand up to guys that he shouldn't really be standing up to. And I just remember that was the type of guy you, want, you wanted on your team back then, and actually still do now. Yeah, well, you know, and it's funny because at that stage, like, he was, he must have been in his mid-30s when he fought Wendell, and that's when Wendell was, you know, I mean, I mean, you you were on the wrong side of a Wendell belt one time when he got the jump on you, and he could he could do that to you. And and, uh, and old uh, old Gronk there strung him outside, and Wendell wasn't too happy at the end of the fight, and Steps was laughing at him. No laughing matter tonight. It's the Edmonton Oilers and the Washington Capitals. How have the Caps performed so far this season now? You know what? They've gone undergone systematic changes in everything that they're doing. They're, they're, well, everything but the power play. The five-on-five play, the penalty kills. Uh, but on five-on-five, the way they're forechecking, the way they're having to go from forecheck to a backcheck and, and slowing down the neutral zone, uh, defensive zone play, that's all changed. And, and it's been a work in progress. But I think they're finally really starting to reel that in and get it to how they want it to be and Rather than having all the players overthinking everything, it's becoming more automatic. And the penalty kill is a huge upgrade from all of last season. The, the things they're doing on the penalty kill, the amount of pressure, knowing when to put people in peril, and then the, the, the group of guys that they have out there, I, I think it's an upgrade over what they've been doing. So uh, I'd have to give them a passing grade right now. Uh, not an A+, plus, not an A, maybe an A- minus or a B plus, but... I really like a lot of the things I see them doing, and now they can't be as back with Carlson. It's a completely different team as well. All right, explain that. I mean, what makes Michael Kempney such an important trigger for John Carlson? I mean, because Carlson's had 68 and 70 point seasons the last two years, but he's way ahead of that pace right now. So what makes Kempney so important to Ladell? Well, one of the, when they got Kempney here, no one in the division, when they got him in that trade from Chicago, when it was a third-round pick, everyone thought Brandon McClellan was crazy, but the piece of the puzzle, when they finally put him a three, four games into it with Carlson, it, it, it just worked. Carlson didn't have to babysit him. He could worry about just doing his job. He wasn't half just doing, doing the job of himself plus half of the other guy's job. And Kempney doesn't always pass the puck to Carlson. One of the things that Brooks Orpik used to do, and nothing against Brooks, but you know they, they did this in Pittsburgh. He played Latang. He moved the puck to Latang. Latang would get the puck up the ice. Whereas Kempney doesn't defer to Carlson all the time. He looks for the fastest moving forward that's wide open and, and sends these lasers up ice. An incredible skating skill. He's the best skating defenseman on the Capitals roster, Kempney, that is. And that piece of the puzzle just fit perfect and helped them win a Stanley Cup. And Carlson took off there. And last year, or two years ago when they won the Stanley Cup, Carlson led uh, all defensemen and points throughout the playoffs. He came back last season and... You know, this team struggled. Once Kempney was out of the lineup, it wasn't the same team. And they dearly missed him in the playoffs because everyone, nothing was quite working the way it needed to be. So that there's just something. It's kind of like the old, who would have ever thought Charlie Huddy would have been the perfect teammate for Paul Coffey and how those two guys tore it up for years. And it's just one of those unexplainable things about chemistry. I'm going to put you on the spot here. I asked Louie to brush this in the first hour, Al May. Is Alexander Ovechkin the greatest goal scorer of all time? Uh, we can't say that until he uh, gets up to the same goal totals as the G-Man because the G-Man had 92 goals in a season. Uh, I, I think maybe Alex, it's a tougher time to score goals. It's, it's way more difficult because coaches are actually intelligent now. They're not just putting you know the best players on the ice, best players on the ice. Uh, goaltenders are way different. It's more of a science. The whole game is more technical. 
But I, I would have to say uh, they're neck and neck. Uh, obviously, Alex's shot is far more superior to Wayne, but Wayne just had an innate ability to score goals. Uh, he played against a lot of cheater goalies himself, you know, later on in his career. But uh, what, what Alex continues to do at his age and the way he approaches the game, the professionalism, the fact that he's still able to play as physical as he does uh, is mind-boggling. But I, I'm still giving the, 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 the crown to Gretz because he's got the most all-time and the most single season. And his career was already about over about right now, but he started a lot earlier in pro hockey. But uh, I'm still giving the nod to Wayne. Way on total curveball here for you. Garnet Hathaway. Good fit for this team, isn't he? Absolutely perfect. You know, I stay up and watch all those Edmonton and Calgary games. Uh, Edmonton for McDavid, Calgary for uh, Gaudreau. And there's always guys that sneak out, you know, out through the broadcast that really impress you. And I know that watching Hathaway last year especially, and I've got friends that still work in the Flames organization, and I'd be talking to them. I said, I really like this guy. There's something about him. He shows up every shift. He's not a heavyweight. He's not the fastest skater in the world, but it doesn't mean But he's a really good hockey player that competes every night, and he understands his role. He reminds me a lot, and they don't play the same style, but in Alex Chason, they're doing everything they can, every single shift, every game, to prove they belong and do what's best for the team. Not just what's best for themselves, but they're consummate pros, and yeah, the fact that Hathaway will enter to a goalie, you know, he'll drop the gloves and stick up for teammates. You know, he, he's been a really good fit here. Right now he's playing on the third line while Panic is out, but uh, he's been unbelievable. The Capitals' fourth line has been a huge upgrade this season over where it was last year. And Hathaway has been, uh, you know, just another feather in Brian McClellan's cap as to getting the guys that really work well on this team. Craig Button, who we had on the show for years and years and years, I remember back in 2015, he wanted the Oilers to use that 16th overall pick that they ended up uh, giving away in the Griffin Reinhardt trade. He wanted the Oilers to draft Ilya Samps, uh, Samsonov with that pick. Samsonov's now 22 years of age. Al, he struggled a bit last year in the American Hockey League, sub 900 save percentage. He's at 933 and four starts so far. How close is he to push and hold me for the starter's job in this market for the Capitals? Oh, well, I would say this, and I'm going to go backwards a little bit. Had he been an Edmonton Oilers draft pick back in 2015, he'd already be ruined and out of the league. With the coaching they've had, the pool of players they've had there, he'd have been thrown to the wolves way too soon. Uh, and then I'll go jump forward to last year, which is still backwards than what we're talking about. Last year he came in, had to get acclimated. Didn't speak English, had to get acclimated. Had the worst season, maybe, uh, the worst first half season of any goaltender in American Hockey League that was able to stay on a roster. But in the last half, January, mid-January, but the All-Star break on, was the best goaltender, stats-wise, in the American Hockey League. I think he's still a work in progress. He's a heck of an athlete. He looks big out there. He's super athletic. He still has to refine his game. And I'm not so sure that he necessarily won outright the backup job in, in training camp. I think this was more about preparing Braden Holtby, you know, what, what's going to happen in the future without Braden Holtby, if there's a future without Braden Holtby. And they put pressure on him right away, put him in some key games, and they ha- they haven't shielded him. He- he's getting, you know, he's getting starts against quality hockey teams. They're, they're not, it's not like he's getting the, the Ottawa Senators or, or someone like that, uh, not to throw shade at them, but it's, it's a lot different playing the top teams in the league than playing the bottom teams. And, uh, you know, will he be the starter here? Yeah, I'm just not sure when. But I think Braden Holtby's still playing at an incredibly high rate. Uh, 
a week and a half ago, uh, he was his career was over. If you looked at Twitter and, and all the numbskulls that don't even watch the games around North America, uh, and just had you know one soft dish goal at the start, and then the team was just horrible in that game. But the the last three games that he's played in four games, he's been sensational. Faced a lot of rubber. Getting back to you know the team has to play well. And I said this before about the Edmonton goaltenders. If the team in front of you isn't playing the right system, if the team in front of you does not have NHL caliber players, it does not matter who's in that. It could, if we go by Glenn Hall, Kim Dryden, Grant Steer, Patrick Waugh, Martin Brodeur, Kerry Price, they're going to stink. The goaltenders will eventually crumble, and everything has to fall in place. But you know, when everything falls in place, I think your goaltender is able just to worry about the puck in front of them, not worry about what's on the backside of a, of a pass and just play within the system. And I think the really good goal is excel in that environment. And you can't have one without the other. You have to have a team. You have to have coaching and systems. And then you have to have a competent goaltender to put up the good numbers. Washington Capitals television analyst Alan May joining us. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Al, you brought up Holtby and the future. The Capitals have $63 million tied up next year for 14 players. Nick Backstrom is a UFA. Brayden Holtby is a UFA. Kuznetsov, obviously a first-line slash second-line center. Eller is a very good third-line center. I would assume, with all due respect to Brayton, that, that Backstrom is the priority. Can they afford to sign both? No, they can't, especially if Bray, you know, Brayden probably wants an eight-year deal, a seven-year deal, eight-year deal. And, and Brian McClellan uh, has always been a huge, huge fan uh, of Brayden Holtby, but I think Economically, he's always done what's right for the team, and, and you know we'll, we'll see how the year plays out. The Caps are at the top of the standings with the Oilers and a few other teams, and they don't need to make any changes right now. A couple of years ago, they let John Carlson play it out and saw what he did during the regular season and then what he did in the playoffs, and then they had a decision to make after one of the Cup, and they made the right decision of getting him an eight-year, $64 million contract. Uh, I think right now, I don't think Nick Baxter ever wears another NHL uniform that is not the Washington Capitals. And I believe that he will exit the exact same season that Alexander Ovechkin exits. So don't be surprised if, if he signs a five or a six and Ovi signs a, a four or a five, whatever it is, because Ovi's got one year left. And these two guys started this thing together, and I think they're going to end it together whenever that is, hopefully for not a long, long time. And they both continue to play at such an extremely high level. But I would say Backy first, and he would probably do whatever is good for the team, whereas I think Braden, a lot of teams, with the way their goaltending is and what Braden's track record is, would be offering and telling his agent, we'll give him the contract he wants. We'll give him the contract he wants. And I think that would seal the deal. All right, so I gave you a curveball. I'm going to serve you up a fastball, and it's tied to baseball. As you know, Al, for a lot of guys over the age of 45, in uh, Canada, they grew up watching the Montreal Expos, who are now the Washington Nationals. What has this uh, run done, especially given the loss of Bryce Harper, met uh, to that baseball market, that tremendous sports market in uh, Washington, D.C.? Well, I'll tell you what. What, what, is, what It's been absolutely amazing here. It's a beautiful ballpark. This team is always trying to put their best foot forward. They gave Bryce Harper... A great offer. He wanted to be the he wanted to be able to say he was the highest paid player in baseball. He was for about a month, and uh, <laughs> you know what? It, it, this is all about team, and I think this put this the onus on all of the players. We're doing it together. I think Dave Martinez, the manager, has done an amazing job of utilizing the assets in front of him. Uh, he was getting skewered all summer 
even into September, over a lot of his decisions, well, it looks like all the decisions are 100% on the money right now. I've gone to every playoff game. I go to as many games as I can uh, during the course of the year when, I, when I'm here in D.C. And it's just an incredible environment. And I feel like they're going to run like the Caps were the year they won the Cup. No one expected them to make it. Everyone expected the Nets to win it a year ago. But you don't win on papers. You win on the field. You win on the ice. And uh, they've still got two big wins that they need to get under their belt to, to say they're the World Series champions. But it, it's absolutely amazing how many different heroes they have every single night and the guys that have been coming through clutch and all the storylines that they've overcome the odds. And it, it, it's absolutely amazing. They almost lost their manager to a heart issue about six weeks ago. And uh, this team is playing with nothing but heart right now. It's absolutely incredible to watch. Great stuff, Al. Thanks, as always, for your time. Take care, Rob. Thank you. You bet. 150 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks, Mike. Miko Koskinen starts tonight. Let's go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers Now on a great road trip to Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks at the United Center. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Oh, Mr. Escott, what do you got going on? Back on this day in 1981, the Oilers outshoot the Colorado Rockies 53-19 in a 3-1 win at McNichols Sports Arena in Denver. Chico Resch makes 50 saves for Colorado, while Mark Messier scores twice for Edmonton. Gretzky added the other. Here's Jack Michaels in conversation with Sam Gagne on getting back in the lineup. I'm excited about it. I think, um, you know, all, all you want is an opportunity, right? And, um, you know, I've worked hard. Uh, to, to stay ready, um, you know, playing some games in the American League, and then um, so you know, I'm I'm uh, excited about the chance, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, go in there and give the team a boost. Were you surprised that you didn't make the team out of training camp? Yeah, I was, um, but you know, I, I think you learn as you go along to to kind of just roll with the punches as they come and um, try and enjoy the process and get better each day, and th- that's kind of been my mindset so um, you know I'm I'm here now and I have an opportunity to you know come in and help the team win some games and uh, that's my mindset. Solid consummate pro Sam Gagne a good guy to deal with. Oilers and Capitals from Rogers Place the face-off show at 5 30 tonight puck drop is at 7 p.m. tomorrow Elliot Friedman for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino Mark Spector for horse racing Alberta live racing out at Century Mile Fridays and Friday nights and Sunday days. Up next, a news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.